Welcome to Table Talk with Toddy, a podcast for millennials designed to motivate, inspire, and educate you on what it really takes to live a real life on purpose. This isn't your typical podcast. You can count on me to keep it real, funky, and relatable here on Table Talk with Toddy. Hey guys, it's me, Natasha Toddy Weston, and welcome back to Table Talk with Toddy. This is actually going to be the final episode of 2017, so I'm really excited about that. However, I know that I've been a little MIA on the podcast. I haven't posted anything in a month, and that's because, you know, if you're a business owner, then you know that November, right around Thanksgiving, is super hectic and busy. Um, I had two large products to launch. So if you know how launch phase phases go, it can be very stressful, um, very intense, and very time-consuming. And so if you've been wondering where I've been, that's where I've been. Um, so I didn't really have time to record any episodes. However, I am back today, not only for the last episode, but I'm also here to let you in on a conversation that I would typically have with one of my biz besties, who you guys, she's no stranger to this podcast. She's been on a couple of times. I've been on hers. And she's not only a biz bestie, but she's actually one of my best friends, like in, like in real life. You know, y'all see like fake relationships and friendships online, but this is like a serious friendship. So when I was actually recording um, this particular episode, it just didn't flow the way I wanted it to flow. And so I put a halt to it and I called Candace and I was like, girl, can you please come and co-host the show with me? And she was like, sure. So just a quick introduction because you guys have heard her voice before, many of you have. But if you haven't, I want to introduce to you my co-host for this episode and her name is Candace Nicole. And Candace is, let me see, in a nutshell, she has been such a driving force in the public relations industry for over 10 years now. So she is no newbie into this whole business entrepreneurship world. She is the owner and founder of Candace Nicole Public Relations. She is the founder of a women's network called Women Who Hustle. And she's most recently given herself the title the Millennial PR Coach. So she's a graduate of Morgan State University. She has been a member of the YWCA PR committee. She has done it all. She's worked with a lot of people. And she just recently relocated to the Charlotte, North Carolina area after living in Washington, D.C., well, in the Maryland area for how long, Candace? Uh, my entire life. So Yeah. <laughs> for thir- for 33 years, actually. <laughs> wow. So she's, yeah. you know, she's done a lot. This year, she was named uh, Sarah Hustler. She received the Oldfield Dukes Millennial Award in PR. She was named recently, and I'm so proud of her for this, the top 25 African-American PR professionals to watch for in the Huff Post. She is just doing some amazing things, and I'm so proud to call her my friend, my biz bestie. She's the bomb, y'all, and I'm excited for our conversation today, and we're just basically going to let you guys in on our reflections of the 2017 year because I know Candace can agree that this has been, I don't want to say equally a really high and low year, but it has been a very high and low year. So what Mm -hmm. I mean by that is that 
you know, if you guys follow Candace and I on social media, which you can follow her, by the way, at Candace Nicole PR. She's Candace Nicole PR on Twitter and Instagram. You've seen Candace and I's high moments. You've seen a lot of really big accomplishments this year. You know, I know for me, I wrote my first best-selling book. Um, I got my first corporate keynote speaking engagement with TD Bank, which is one of the largest financial corporations. I was accepted into the Forbes Coaches Council. I mean, like a lot has happened this year professionally, um, a lot of great things. For Candace, she's won several awards. She's done, gosh, how many speaking engagements this year in total? <laughs> it's definitely over 50. Love, okay, like, okay, listen. That's like nobody's doing that, guys, okay? So she's been very busy traveling and speaking and building her brands. And so we've had a lot of really high moments. But Candace and I, and I think the reason why we're really good friends is that we're very open and transparent, especially behind the scenes. As a leader, you'll understand that, you know, there's a lot of things that happens behind the scenes that we don't get to actually share as we're going through it. You know, we kind of save those moments for when we've overcome so that we can actually teach it as a teachable moment to you guys and to whoever can benefit from the hardships and the challenges that we face throughout the year. And so being in that place is a very lonely place to be in. And I know me personally, I found myself a lot this year going through some very hard, very hard situations that I couldn't share publicly. And that's really why I value Candace's relationship because we, we both keep it 150% real with each other. Mm-hmm. And um, that has definitely saved us from quitting entrepreneurship, shutting down our business, and maybe even mm-hmm. telling a client or two off throughout the week. And so, you know, <laughs> that has definitely saved us and really, I think, provided a sense of fantasy. She's laughing. <laughs> a sense of fantasy throughout the year. So, again, this episode um, is going to be just some reflection, of course, what we shared today with you. We want to share with you and let you in on it so that it can be a teachable moment and that you can, you know, move into the 2018 year with some um, maybe a shifted mindset or a new perspective on whatever it is that you are experiencing in both your personal and in your professional life. So let's start off with kind of like a little icebreaker, Candice, just Mm -hmm. like a just a little icebreaker to kind of get the conversation going. And this was something I actually just thought of not too long ago because I was just kind of jotting down some of my random thoughts about this year, some Mm -hmm. nuggets to share. So I'm going to let you go first, and then I'll go after you. Tell me, Candace, three things that you quit in 2017 because nobody wants to talk about things that they have to quit or things that they let go of, or a lot of people say they let go of something, but they really didn't. Can you, like, was there anything in particular that you can think of that you quit in 2017? Like, you just kind of cut the cord and was like, girl, bye, boy, bye. Can you tell us about that? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so thank you so much for having me, number one. Natasha already already knew when, you know, she hit me up, I was going to say yes, of course. I would do anything for her. What did I quit 2017? I definitely quit taking things personal, and I know Ooh, that 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 and look that takes a lot to do, mm-hmm. um, especially for those that are in <clears throat> on the business side of it. And it's because, of course, we all have our feelings, right? But really, I'm, you know what? I'm not going to take it personal. You know, if someone is like rude to me, yeah, I may hit up Natasha and say, "Hey, can you believe this person?" you know, said this or whatever. (laughs) 
I'm not going to take it personal. You know, it's, it's, it's a situation if you know better, you do better. So maybe that person, they knew that they should be speaking to you in this, you know, in this manner they would. They probably don't know. I know I've definitely shifted to asking myself not, well, what is wrong with that person? It's more so what happened to that person for them to even treat me that way or come at me that way. Like, what happened to you? Um, so I definitely quit looking at things like taking it personal. No, it's just, it's business. I look at everything. Like, everyone goes everyone goes to things. Right. Uh, what else did I quit? I would say not totally, but uh, definitely more than 70% of it is just really caring how people feel about something that maybe I'm, you know, I decide to do, right? And it's because they're not paying my bills. So why am I giving someone so much power that has nothing to do. They don't write any check. They're not transferring anything over here that's going to, you know, keep the lights on or anything of the sort. So it's really like, why do you even care what people think? But, of course, we do. That's why I said, like, 70% of me definitely quit. And it's because I do what I have to do for, you know, for myself and and to definitely um, better myself. I think that's it that I can think of, like, that I quit. That. It's a, it's, a, it's a heavy question, actually, because yeah, it is. Because um, we can always, you know, scream down the what, what we did. You know, why mm-hmm. I started to do this, and because I did that, this happened. I started to do that, but what did right. you stop doing? <laughs> mm-hmm. And yeah. I think you brought you made a good point a few minutes ago. You said that you know, and and I you know I do I appreciate your honesty. That's what I love about you because. You said, you know, well, I haven't totally quit, but I'm, I'm a working, you're working on it, um, right. and that's, you know, caring what other people think about what you're doing. And I think that's a really big one, and and I guess we should pause there because that's really big. I don't think a lot of people, you know, we always say, and we hear growing up, like sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me, or like don't care what other people say. It's kind of like mm-hmm. a, a mon- mantras that have been driven in us from, in most cases, childhood. And mm-hmm. that's, like, it's just so much easier said than done because as humans, we want to be validated. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care who you are. You want to be validated, rather it be by your parents, your boyfriend, girlfriend, someone you grew up with that maybe told you you weren't going to be nothing. Like, we, it seems like we're always, you know, trying to prove to people, um, mm-hmm. you know, that what we're doing is best, is the best, or what we're doing is really good and this and that. It's like we're always on a mission to prove instead of provide providing real change in not only our lives and other people's lives. It's kinda of like, you know, having selective energy. So I love what you said about that. About, mm-hmm. you know, trying to make sure that what you're doing is for you because in most cases other people really don't matter. It's just like actually getting there honestly with yourself and saying, you know, it really doesn't matter what other people think about what I'm doing. So I appreciate your honesty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let me think. Three things I quit this year. I actually I didn't have a long list, kind of like you didn't. I was able to think of three things, mm-hmm. and and I think that's because I've been thinking about it for a while, not not really consciously, but just kind of thinking about it. I guess this time of year we do do a lot of just random reflection. So mm-hmm. one thing I know for sure, like for sure, for sure, I quit this year are one sided relationships. Mm. And somebody listening to this may say, well, that's selfish. That's selfish. But honestly, 
one-sided relationships, and y'all, I'm talking about from personal and professional standpoints. I'm not just talking about, like, you know, a relationship with someone. I'm talking about business relationships, uh, relationships within my industry, and relationships in my personal life, so a.k.a. like friendships um, mm-hmm. or, associ- or associateships, <laughs> as I like to call them, because not everybody's mm-hmm. your friend. But letting go of one-sided relationships, like, I think sometimes we hold on to people and we hold on to them because of time. So, yeah. you know, if you grew up with that person, you know, just kind of keep them on a, you know, on the string. You don't know y'all may get closer one day or this person may hop on board one day and vice versa. Or you just hold on to it because that's just what you're used to. So for me, and I, I like to give specific examples because I feel like that's the best way to, you know, really translate what I'm trying to say. So what I mean by one-sided relationships, it's important to know, for one, who you are as a person. You know, like, know who you are. Seriously, not no faking. Like, and if you don't know who you are, take some time to get to know who you are. Because once you know who you are, then you know what to expect from other people as far as how they treat you and how they interact with you. Now, one thing I learned this year for sure was that, you know, we all have different types of relationships, and you need a good mixture of a lot of them. And I think I talked about this in the last episode about the four types of people you need in your crew. Um, Mm -hmm. I still definitely believe that. However, within those four or five or six or however many people you have in your life, it's important that you set the tone for how you are treated, for how that relationship goes. Rather, y'all both are entrepreneurs or they're working corporate, you're an entrepreneur, it has to be a level of respect and mutual understanding. And it has to be, it can't be one-sided. I mean, Mm -hmm. imagine if, you know, you had a table and, everything was on one side of that table, eventually the table would fall over, right? Like, because it's no balance. And I really realized that this year with a lot of my, um, what I thought were friendships with people who I only heard from them when their life was in, when they were in trouble, when they were going through stuff in their relationships, they would only come and find me when things were going left. And I'm I'm not just talking about, like, random people, guys. I'm talking about sometimes even family members who I just felt, you know, kind of used, like, okay, I'm bringing mm-hmm. something to the table, whether it be I'm providing you with advice, support, um, right. some instances, a place to stay. And in return, all I get is a temporary – I all I get in return is temporary love or uh, acting like they're appreciative. And – when they're good, then they're off. And that leaves me feeling, you know, like kind of abandoned. And mm-hmm. I, you know, I used to pray about it. And I was like, you know, well, I'm going to have to put a stop to that because I can control how this is going. I can control how I'm being treated and how I feel as a result of being treated in those ways. And so when I say one-sided relationship, that's what I mean. And any relationship, guys, that you are in, Make sure you have something of value to bring to the table and make sure the other person has something of value to bring to the table. It should never, ever be one-sided, like ever. And that was one thing I for sure let go of this year. And I know I got a lot of people that are kind of salty with me, especially in my personal life, because I just kind of cut some things off. No love lost, but 
for me going forward, I need to be clear of one-sided relationships. I digress from that point. <laughs> so that's one thing I let go of for sure. You want to say something? Uh, I actually thought of something. I okay. would I quit. Third thing that I quit is saying yes to everything Ooh, yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. I should say yes to, right? So I'll say that. Mm-hmm. So I'll say that again. I quit saying yes to everything that I think, right, that I should say yes to. <clears throat> and we all have been there. It's more so maybe family has asked you, hey, can you do this? You know, and usually you're going to be like, okay, why? Because it's family. But, yeah, no, like I, I can't do it. Or maybe you just don't want to do it because you need some rest time at, at that time. And right. it might be with family, with friends, with, with business. And, and also, here's, here's a bonus one. Um, what I quit doing is, uh, is uh, chasing money. Right. Ooh, yeah. So, and what I mean by that is, like, I mean, chasing it down, like, it's everything. And I know money makes the world go round. However, you don't want to take money from everybody. You don't want to come across as desperate, even though you know you need that. You need that money, <laughs> right? You need that two hundred, five hundred thousand, right? And yeah. It's cause, because some people, you're just not meant to, you know, work with these people. You're just not. It's just you're not going to, the energy's not going to be there. And so in the same breath, it could be where I, where I say, you know what, mm, I already know. I don't even want to work with them. But, man, they do have this budget, and so they can pay it. Uh-huh. But it's like you accept that, but now you have to deal with this person and their attitude and how they're speaking to you, just being rude, condescending, like, no, thank you. Like, yeah, I could use, you know, you know, the thousand or whatever, let's say, that you had, but that's fine. I know God, he's going to provide that somewhere else because I'm going to keep on working and he's going to see that I'm working and I just didn't stop at that. Um, so that's right. just like a bonus that I just wanted to share because um, I think a lot of us, okay, you know, seriously, I was just actually shielded from a huge um, situation, actually. And now I knew why it took, this is a separate situation, I know why it took so long for everything, how how it was um, going. And it's because he was like, what else do you need to see, Candace, for you to look at it and say, this is not for me, right? This is just not, she's going to be a problem as a client, and you just don't even want to deal with that. Shut that door, because I have so many other things that are coming. And just today alone, he has proven himself once again, right, of trusting in him and, yeah, shut that over there because he's going to be delivering this over here. Right, Um, right. Yeah. Right, very true. I agree. And you actually, where you said you stopped, you know, really chasing just money, that was actually the third thing I quit in 2017 too. So that's kind of funny. We both kind of quit the same thing because that's really (laughs) important, like, every dollar isn't worth the headache. Like, every dollar isn't worth, um, you know, a peace of mind. A peace of mind is priceless. Mm-hmm. And so in the past, like Candace just said, I've taken on clients or projects or said yes to things, even in my personal life, that I really didn't want to say yes to. But for some reason, 
familiarity or feeling of obligation to a certain person or to a certain situation, it leaves you saying yes kind of by force, but it's, at the end of the day, it's your decision. And so mm-hmm. that was something that was very hard for me as well. So it was kind of funny and ironic that you also quit that. And then the other thing, one other thing I quit this year, and this is so simple, but it's so complex, at least for me it was. I mm-hmm. quit declining happiness. And what I mean by that is, I mean, everybody knows me, Candace, you know me, I'm, I'm a business all day, professional all day. I'm always mm-hmm. giving, 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 rather mm-hmm. it be in do product services, working with clients, um, motivating people, encouraging people. I'm always in a give state, but I'm hardly ever allowing myself to accept happiness. It's like I got an automatic sign on my dog on forehead that says, happiness declines, happiness declines, <laughs> happiness declines. <laughs> wow. So, so for me, and I'm kind of getting personal, guys, but I'm just going to keep going with it. For me, you know, I was very, um, for the last couple of years, I haven't been in a relationship. Um, I haven't been in a relationship since the relationship with my son's father. We were together for, like, over four years. So we were together a while. And, um, you know, after that relationship ended, I just didn't want to be in a relationship anymore. I wasn't, like, anti-relationship, but I just felt like, you know, my mindset was, okay, focus on you, get to know you better, and then God will send someone along if he sends someone along. And that was just my attitude, like, for years now, for the last couple of years. And so, of course, people have approached me, asked me out on dates and things like that, but I never entertained it. Um, I think that I'm a very observant person. It doesn't take me long to figure people out, and that can be a gift and a curse. And so I just kind of declined a lot of, even if it was just for a a day or a date or a trip to go out to the movies or whatever the case may be, I declined Mm -hmm. a lot of moments this year that would have at least given me some type of temporary happiness, like a moment Mm -hmm. away from reality. And I think we all need that sometimes is to pull away from the things that can be the most stressful and just allow life to be life and enjoy it. And I realized this year, like, especially earlier this year, I wasn't really living my life. Um, I wasn't really enjoying life. I was so busy grinding and hustling and, and trying to make money, like Candace said, until I wasn't accepting the, the very simple happiness that God was trying to put in front of me, like, for a long time. So anyway, I say all of that to say um, just recently I started dating again. So, and this has been new for me, guys. Like, Candy, you were going to say that. <laughs> um, and until now, Candace and my best friend, Regina, and, of course, my mom, my sister, they're the only ones that have known. I've kind of kept him as kind of like secret bay. I don't even share it on social media or anything. And I think mm-hmm. I'm going to keep that approach for now at least. You know, I'm not getting married next week or anything. <laughs> I'm just having fun, you know, and I think that, Um, what God wanted me to get out of it is to stop declining happiness. Like, I think when we see happiness, we immediately want to jump to the end of the picture. Like, we we want to jump from meeting someone to already figuring out what our wedding is going to be, where it's going to be, who we're going to invite, and 
um, how many children we're going to have, what, what types of businesses we're going to build together. We automatically want to put all of the pieces together instead of taking one piece and marinating on that piece for a while and then taking another and marinating mm-hmm. on that. Like, you know, enjoy the simplicity of just little things like that. And that's just one thing that's about the secret bay. Um, that's not everything, but that's just one thing is really just allowing myself to stop declining happiness and just kind of enjoy myself. And and I think this kind of goes in line with quitting one-sided relationships because mm-hmm. I feel like when I kind of uh, drop some people, God opened door for me to meet people who is supposed to, who people who are supposed to be in my life. Like mm-hmm. you can't expect God to bless you with new relationships and new people in your crew if you're holding on to dead weight. And a lot of the people in our lives, that's what they are, dead weight. And so those are the three things that I quit this year. So I thought that would have made for an interesting little conversation <laughs> to share those things with you guys. Yeah, it definitely did. Right? That's yeah. just, again, it's heavy. So, it, you know, mm-hmm. for all of those, you know, who are listening, yeah, take some time out before the year and say, you know, what did I quit? Or did you not quit anything? Are you still doing the same stuff? Right. And if you are, that's okay. Put it on that quit list for 2018. <laughs> oh, that's good, Candace. A quit list for, for 2018. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's a really good exercise, guys. Uh, a quit list. Like, we have bucket lists. Like, what you going to quit? Mm. And, um, you know, like, we got bucket lists for everything, but we we don't want to quit nothing. And I think it's just because we're humans. Like, you know, it, it's like routine. Whatever is not killing us or, or pulling us too far out of our comfort zones, we kind of just stay in rotation. Mm-hmm. We're good with every year around this time, making New Year's resolutions, going to every vision board party in town, and then by by March, something went wrong with that goal, and so now you're like, screw it, I got my job. As long as I can pay these bills, I'm good for another year. I'll work on it again in 2019. I don't know about y'all, but I'm tired of that mentality. Thank you. Very I'm much tired so. of that mentality. I am sick and tired of going through some of the same things over and over again throughout the year in, year out. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of certain goals or types of goals I've been trying to reach, still not reaching them. I'm sick and tired. And because of that, 2018 is going to be a whole nother story, y'all. Let me tell you, I heard it here first. <laughs> yes. And, and also, I want to add on to that as well is that, you know, these, these conferences that people have and summits and everything of the sort, you know, unless there is like someone on there that is like, say, on your bucket list, I have to meet this person. You really should not be going to the same conference, like, every year mm-hmm. unless maybe, like, okay, and I, let me say this. Because there's some conferences, like, you know it's going to happen every year. They're going to talk about the same thing. It's just different people delivering that, that message, right? Um, or there's some conferences happens every year, but they have a different theme. I totally get that. It's going to be a totally, you know, different type of individuals who are going to be there. But there are people who do the same, the same thing, and I'm just like, but, why do you keep doing that? Because obviously something is not clicking. If you still have to go and try to get the same word like over and over and over again. So yeah. Well, you know what it is, Candace. I mm-hmm. think people are equating, and we talked about this earlier. Um, I think with the more access we get to the internet, the more access we get to 
expert, the more access we get to books and courses and conferences and expos and this and that and this and that, it seems like the more access we get, the lazier we get. And I think that a lot of people who keep going to conferences but they're not really making real progress, rather it be in their personal life or professional life, mm-hmm. is because they're on a quest for a shortcut instead of long-term success. They just kind of want this, like, instant gratification. So I'll go to this conference, and maybe I'll maybe I'll finally learn the thing that I could have probably figured out already if I had mm-hmm. really buckled down and done the work, the real work, yeah. not just join. A webinar is not work. Let's, let's just put that out there. Let's be clear. A webinar is not work. It's a step stone to you figuring out what you need to be figuring out in your business. It's not a miracle. It's not like the person teaching the webinar is not going to sprinkle some magic potion. They're simply providing you with a step stone to get to your end goal, right? And so I think a lot of the stuff that's out here now, people look at it and they, don't, they see shortcuts. That's what they think in their mind. This is a shortcut. And they right. don't, they skip all of the foundational work that goes into place. Mm-hmm. Kind of like they don't understand the business of the business that they're in. And yep. I think that's why a lot of people nowadays, they're opting to network marketing companies because they don't want to do the work to really lay out the foundation for their own companies. They don't want to do the market research or invest in proper research or whatever the case may be. And I don't know about you, Candace, but, like, I mean, you've had your business for 10-plus years. I've been an entrepreneur for eight years, and when I started, there wasn't half the stuff they got now. It wasn't half. Nobody was doing real, like, all these conferences and, oh, girl, and no. nobody was writing <laughs> books. And the whole, there weren't as, half as many experts. And all I had was some stolen Wi-Fi and Google and YouTube. And I was forced to figure things out. I wasn't out here in these Internet streets asking people to mentor me and coach me and do all this stuff. It was literal work, yeah. like groundwork, yeah. like groundwork, straight straight up groundwork, no fluff, no nothing, because we didn't have access to those things. We barely no. had social media. We just had Facebook. And yep. YouTube, really. Like, it was, it was no Instagram, no Snapchat, or nothing. And might I add, when mm-hmm. Facebook started, you know, if you're a real OG, is college. You had, have, you had to have your college email, okay? Yep. I definitely was on there with my morgan.edu, mm-hmm. okay? So, so yes, yeah, so that's when I got into um, social media, for real, for real. I think my anniversary for Twitter actually probably is like this month when I got on there mm-hmm. um, or maybe no, maybe it'll be next year of like it being 10 years for right. that. Right. But yeah. And, and I think that's another thing of where I get, I know me, I get frustrated when I see people just not, not utilizing it. See, here's the thing, right? So we did not have all these different search engines that we could use and all these different things. You know, literally I was, you know, learning how to do press releases because I was I had my textbook, <laughs> okay? Yeah, right. I have my textbook, you know, PR 101. And so I was posting stuff on MySpace. Hello. That's actually how I got my first, like, big PR gig was via MySpace. <laughs> the yeah. lady, she found me on there, right? So right. that's why it gets frustrating also for me is that when I see individuals just ask these questions, So I want to encourage anyone uh, who is listening is that if you are just, it's 
especially in business, but even if you're not, right, when, before you ask a question, let's say on social media, please just go on to Google and see if you can find the answer there. Um, unless right. you're asking for a suggestion like a referral um, because you, you'd rather have a referral when it comes to a makeup artist or a hairstylist, totally get it, right, especially in a particular city that you've never been. Ask for those referrals. But I see the most insane questions where I'm like, you, you know that you can, like, Google that. And that's frustrating, and it's because what Natasha was saying about how we didn't have all these things, and it's because, yeah, we had to go a different way to find those answers. And I know right. that me, I'm just very resourceful, and I really want to encourage all of you listening is that for 2018, you know, for 2017, leave all that. Well, let me ask. I'm going to just ask. No, stop being lazy. I'm going to be very real with you. Stop being lazy. It is so many people out here that are lazy, and it's very frustrating for individuals because we are out here really putting in the work, have the most insane schedules, and she has a son, okay? So she probably should actually be on somewhat of a, you know, structured schedule. Mm-hmm. And because I know how my schedule, you know, can be. And usually, you know, I send her a text, whatever. She's, you know, she'll respond back. Or it's like early in the morning. It's because, she, you know, she's up at that time, you know, with her son. But leave all of that, you know, in 2017 of like who, you know, I'm going to ask this so I don't have to do like the research. No. Mm-hmm. Be resourceful, okay? Make that your business to say, you know what, before I, I you know, ask that question, let me make sure that I did my, my research, right? And, and maybe it's going to say, you know, hey, does anyone have a, can tell me how, to, how I can do this? I did all my, you know, research on here. I still can't find the answer. Like, have you exhausted, you know, how people say all your lifelines? I think I said this to Natasha the other day. Have you exhausted mm-hmm. all your work lines? Like, have you exhausted all of your work lines to get the answer that you need? So let's stop being lazy and leave that in 2017, and let's put in the work. So many people, yes. I want to start my business. I want to do this, and I want to do that, but they cost too much. And blah, blah. Well, are you willing to do the work? I have a webinar coming up, and when I did the video about it, it was yesterday, I told people, I said, if you are willing to work, this is for you. I don't, just like Natasha said, no fluff. Uh-huh. I don't bring fluff either. I'm going to tell you how you can do this, how you can book, you know, three speaking engagements in 90 days. However, you have to do the work. You have to do the work. And yep. people just don't want to do it, like she said. They it's not, it's not a miracle. <laughs> it's not, nothing out here is a miracle. Nobody no. out here is getting rich and building influential and profitable brands just off of a webinar or off of a conference. It's a combination right. of those things. Those things are like, those things are like the banana peppers and the lettuce on your sub sandwich. It's not the sub sandwich. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's not. It's like the topping. And so mm-hmm. I think it's so many people, like it's, it's because it's so easy to get an entrepreneurship now. It's, so, it's now like an influx of like microwave entrepreneurs. And, and mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's like if you want longevity and whatever it is that you're doing, whatever it is you're doing, if you want longevity, if you really want to be, you know, if you want to have your own TV show, if you want to be the next top publicist, if you want to be the next top whatever it is that you do, if you want to be the leader, because I think a lot of we're on a mission to be leaders, real-world leaders, real-world changers. If that's what you want, 
understand that there's more value. You have more value as a person when you've really done the work. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is it, it, because, you know, I know I'm confident to teach what I know because I've actually learned these things and put them to tests and gotten results, not just with myself, but with, with clients, with people right. who have hired me over the years. So I'm not just taking a page from somebody's book and reciting it. I actually know the depth of what it is that I do. And that's what I mean when I say know the business of your business. There are many of you who are in industries that you don't even know who's leading in that industry. You don't even know how you can grow in that industry. You don't know the levels of that industry. You're just trying to make a quick buck or or be, a, you know, if your goal is to be like an overnight, one-time, one-hit wonder, then, I mean, by all means, do your thing, boo. But I know for me, I'm in this for the long run. And yeah. because of that, that requires, it requires me to constantly be learning and not just saying I'm doing the work for Instagram, but to really be doing the work because it, it, give, it, it, it gives you confidence when you can teach something from the depth of what that topic is instead of just flying off of a whim it gives you confidence it gives you credibility and it really it makes you it's kind of like you know um and i don't know i keep using the the sub analogy but it's like boar's head meat versus Publix. it's like you want to be the real premium deal and not the mm-hmm. generic version of something. And I think yeah. that's what's going on is a lot, because it's so easy to get information. This is why you can't trust the title. Um, yeah. You know, we all have the freedom to put anything in our bios on Instagram, anything on our website. We have the freedom to do those things. But you can't always trust that. You have to look for experience, <clears throat> look for um, a blueprint of that of the years and the time that person has put into something and you want the same thing to be for you. You want when people come in contact with you that they can find a digital footprint of what you've done over the years and not that you just popped up overnight and now you're somehow an expert at something or teaching mm-hmm. something. And I mean, I've seen that done before, but if you really want to become the golden version of everything going on in your industry, then make sure you earn it. It's so much better when you earn it instead of just kind of coming like off of a whim. And so um, I think that's really important. I kind of want to switch gears just a little bit as we wrap up and and talk about relationships, Candice, because I think this is something that we both really feel strongly about and something Mm -hmm. that I think would be a good uh, goal for those listening to set for 2018 is the importance of relationships straight across the board. You just briefly talked about people asking questions without doing research. I briefly mentioned a few minutes ago about there's a lot of people still asking for mentors, and I don't think I quite understand that anymore. But I know that um, <laughs> uh, mentorship to me equals lazy. I'm just going to be honest with you guys. I'm, I'm not even because I was about to try to sugarcoat that, but I'm not going to do that to y'all because that will be of no value to you at all. Mentorship to me, and this is my personal opinion, equals laziness. I've had mentors in the past, like in my early entrepreneur days, where it wasn't even worth their time or mine because they're busy. When I do talk to them, it's like really quick, not even enough to give me substantial advice about anything. And so it's kind of like, who has time to mentor people just off, just so that they can kind of suck you dry? Because that's, I think, what happens in 
in a lot of uh, mentorship relationships, you will find that most people who are mentoring people, it's not really a mentorship relationship. They just have a real relationship with that person. They build rapport with that person over the year, and it's it's an exchange. They naturally just kind of um, both bring something to each other's table because of Mm -hmm. their relationship, not because of mentorship. And it's kind of like Candace and I. I mean, like, you know, we're around the same age and everything, but it's kind of like it's a no-brainer. Like she just said, when I asked her to hop on this podcast yesterday, she was like, yeah, sure. Like, because of a relationship. I'm sure Candace wouldn't do this for everybody, and I know I wouldn't do it for everybody. It's just you have to spend the time to build relationships, and don't build relationships just for what you can get. Just be really genuine in your relationships. You don't always have to start off from a business perspective. Like, just be genuine with people and make genuine connections with people, and whatever the relationship is supposed to be, it will be. And and I know that is what has really helped my career over the years. It's not money. It's not uh, popularity or anything. It's merely, if I had to tell you all the secret to it, it's relationships. Simply that. Yeah, absolutely. I I totally, 100%. Infinity percent agree with you. I have a lot of individuals, and and I guess let's let's take it back to just like ten years or whatever. Natasha, I know that you've been doing this for um, you know some years as well. So so I totally um, like infinity percent agree with Natasha when it comes to that. Of my um, personal opinion, again, I'll say personal opinion when it comes to mentorship. And I know a lot of people they look at me like totally upside down. When I say I just don't believe in that, and it's also it's because I look at that you're just trying to get free information, right? Right. And so you really do not care about me. It's you're looking you're looking at me or to anyone, right? You're looking at them as of like, hmm, I'm watching them. Yeah, they look like they they're successful. They've had some great ideas. Let me just ask them if I can be a mentor, and mm-hmm. then. That's how I'm going to get to know their people. And then that's, see, that, that's being lazy. That's being lazy. And the thing is, you also have to look at it, um, you guys, what is it that you're bringing to the table? Because you want, you want this mentor to bring everything plus some, okay, the fixings right. and everything, the dressings and, and all that, even the napkins and the utensils and the plates. But you don't have anything to bring to the table to them. You just... You literally, you just want them to mentor you and tell you everything, you know. Mm-hmm. And yep. and I and I hope that this really does put a sting into someone. And it's because I really want people to just honestly to, to wake up, take a step back, sit down, and really think about that when you come up to say that you know you want someone to mentor you. Have you even done any research yourself? Do you even know right. why you want to be in business? Do you even want to know why you want to, you know, um, a career change? You know, are you really fit for that promotion? Do you really understand what that individual does in that position, at that promotion that you want? Or is it just this, this title, but now you can say that you're VP of this? But do you understand the responsibility that comes with that? And so you want to bring this mentor on that's going to mentor you to how to get here, but you're just not bringing anything, anything to the table. And so as Natasha says, I love to really cultivate the relationships. So for me, 
I've been approached by a lot of, you know, young women in PR that they want me to be their mentors, and I have to, like, gracefully decline. Um, and it says, you know, I don't have a mentorship program. However, I do have an internship program. And it's because many of my interns that I've decided to bring on after I interview them and everything, if you ask them, they probably will list me as a mentor, but also they can also say that but Candace is also my friend. I can also just text Candace and say, hey, um, can you provide me the producer for this person over here? Sure, okay, I'll email it tonight. Or, hey, Candace, can you look at this really quick? I just, I just need some advice. Candace, do you have any advice? Right, because we've built this relationship. So we're still we're working on that. So in a way, it's, they're still getting that access to me. So that's another way as well. It's, are you willing to work for that person that you want to be, you know, like your mentor? How, right. how do you want to assist them? And so, see, that, that is you bringing something to the table instead of mm-hmm. just taking and taking. And then on the other side, the individuals get very frustrated with, say, the business professionals. Um, but, but we're here to tell you that's, that's where the frustration comes from, is that right. we're being approached. You know, we've been doing what we've, what we've been doing over six years, you know, professionally and everything, um, doing it full time. And so we don't have have time to say, okay, every week we're going to meet for like an hour or two hours, and I'm going to tell you everything that you need to do. And you're just listening, listening, and just walking away with it. And not, yeah, it, yeah, that's true. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't add up. Any relationship, mm-hmm. you guys, in a loving relationship, in a friendship, even in a family, any type of relationship, it is two. It's a two-way situation. Natasha mm-hmm. said she ended those one-sided relationships, okay? Yes. If I'm going to call you my friend, I should be able to call you. You, you definitely should know you can call me. It's, it's yep. beneficial, okay? And if you really want to break it down, it's like a business. It is. How is it yeah. going to benefit? How is it going to benefit me? I just don't want to be anybody's friend because it's not going to benefit me to be anybody's friend. Right. So you guys That's have to look true. at it and not, and not shy away. I think a lot of people look at it like, I'm not going to look at a friendship like, you know, like a business. You should because how is it benefiting you? That's the thing. Mm-hmm. If me being a toxic friend is not going to benefit me, and I mean benefit me as of how does it make me feel, you know? Like, right. I appreciate her so much because she is that ear that, you know, that will listen to me vent, or we can crack mm-hmm. jokes together. Just the other day, I text her, and I'm like, I'm sitting here crying. And she's telling me, you have until this time to get yourself together, okay? Like, this is what goes on in our text and on our phone call. Yes. Now, if, it's, it's a relationship, think, yeah. Right. It's a relationship. Now, if that wasn't there, then it doesn't bring anything to me because, of course, it would probably be like a one-sided thing because it would probably be Natasha always saying, Candace, I need this, Candace, I need it. You know what I mean? And I probably felt like I couldn't do the same thing with her. So, relationships, relationships, relationships are everything. They are. And and relationships, you know, to take it even a step further, I approach everything from a relationship standpoint. Even in my, you know, building my brand. So it's very simple, but people make it really complex. I treat every single one of you who interact with me online, offline, as a relationship. When I first meet you, I'm not really asking you for anything. I'm going to prove to you why we should be friends, why you should give me your email address, why you should purchase a book, or why you should 
you know, mm-hmm. follow, hit the follow button. It's a relationship. It's in, and if you think it with that mind frame, if you think with a relationship mind frame, in 2018, I'm gonna tell y'all right now. Start thinking as a relation with a relationship mindset. It will change your entire life. Let me tell you something. Yeah. Because when you yeah. don't have money, guess what? You got relationships. Relationships are they they are the basis of everything, whether you're an entrepreneur or not. And also, one last thing, think about how you would feel being on the opposite side. You know, I feel like in a lot of cases, because now I do know some people who are mentors, like I have a good friend, Paulana Reed. She's an amazing business coach in Toronto, Canada. She actually makes a lot of money through her mentorship program, but she's getting paid to do it, right? And so it's still a mentorship but she is being compensated for her time. And so mm-hmm. if you, you know, I, I feel like individuals who seek mentorship, it's kind of like buying a car with no warranty. Why would you expect someone who's invested years in whatever it is that you're wanting to learn from them, why would you expect them to just off of a whim just let you into their immediate circle without yeah. any proof that, you know, it's the car is going to work in another six months. It's like, so, you know, when I think about mentorship, especially unpaid ones, I think of them being buying a car with no warranty. No one's going to put their hard work on the line just because you say you want to learn from them. That's why they create programs and courses and books and mentorship programs. That's why they create those things so that it's a really structured way and it's like having a warranty on their time. And so I think that has been really big in 2017 is a lot of people asking for mentorship. Drop that question in 2018 and take a different approach to it. I, you know, I have a couple of people who I would call mentors, but you best believe I'm bringing something to the table. And, and I don't just go asking them for stuff. I'm building relationships. So I make sure if I don't send them a text for their birthday, I'm sending them an email or sometimes I'll send a gift card or sometimes just little things like that or I'll support whatever they're doing on their birthday or whatever the case may be. Like just little stuff that you would do like for your significant other, like on their birthday, you take them out to dinner, you buy them a present for Christmas, you may go to their parents' house, learn more about their childhood. Like just if you think about Going in 2018, if you think with the relationship mindset, it will change your life. I digress mm-hmm. from that point. Relationships are everything, y'all. Like, if, if I guess that's the biggest tip we can give today is to focus in 2018 on building genuine relationships and don't go into it looking for something in return. Just yeah. genuinely want to build relationships with people. And, like, it's seriously been a game changer for me, like, seriously. Mm-hmm. So this was exciting. I think this made for a really great conversation. Well, I wanted to say about the woman who has the mentorship program. And so that's that's the thing, guys, right? So mm-hmm. she has the mentorship program. So it tells you it tells you there. And you know, years ago we were told like you need to find a mentor. And I actually think I don't know when I don't know the roles kind of changed or where people just started to look at, oh, I can just use, use, use this person. Right, but I remember when I was like in middle school and and, and um in high school, like that was the thing. People say like you need a mentor, like you uh-huh. know in college you need a mentor. After college, you, you make sure that you get a mentor. And now it's definitely changing. However, I guess 
being on the business side, I understand. And so you're definitely going to have to invest. I think in 2018 also, I guess one last point is don't be afraid to invest. And, guys, I'm not always talking about investing your money, right? With some things, yes, you will have to pay for this course or this coach or this conference or whatever else that it is that you want to invest in. You invest in all this personal stuff that you have that doesn't bring you value. So <laughs> you got to think about that too. And um, is that don't be afraid to invest. But like I said, not just on the money side, but investing your time. You know, investing your time to, you know, open up your laptop on this smartphone that you may be listening to this podcast on. You spend so much time on these on these smartphones and your tablets. Do the research. Find your answers, you know. And before you are, maybe say decide to invest the money, do your research on that person. Email them. Ask them, do they have any testimonials? Go to the website or really go through their social media. See who they interact with and be like, hey, have you ever worked with this certain individual? But you still have to be willing to put in the work. And that's the thing. Absolutely. Let's, let's put in the work in 2018. Absolutely. Put in the work and build genuine relationships with people. Some of you just need to take all next year just to focus on relationship building. Like, yeah. seriously. So don't, no, don't neglect the foundational aspect of whatever it is in your personal life or professional. Make sure the foundation is strong because that's what, that's what everything else is resting on. Thank you so much, Candace, for hanging out with us for episode 32, the last episode of 2017. You shared some really amazing points. And I'm glad that um, the listeners here had an opportunity to listen to another one of our conversations here on the show. And so I'm excited about 2018. This is going to be the last time you guys hear from me on the podcast this year. And so if you guys don't hear from me again for following me on social, then I want to wish you guys a very Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year, and I will talk to you guys in 2018. But stay connected with me all over social media at Official Toddy and definitely get on my email list at NatashaWeston.com. And if you want to stay in contact with Candace, you can follow her on social media at Candace Nicole PR and also visit her website at CandaceNicolePR.com. I'll talk to you guys in 2018.